what we think is an environmentally friendly package and what industry experts think is not the same. Are we consumers getting it wrong? What should we be thinking about when it comes to the packaging surrounding the products we buy? Welcome to Renewable Future from the renewable materials company Store Ensum. In late 2018, a pretty comprehensive study was carried out by the guys behind this podcast, Store Ensum, to find out how consumers perceive liquid packaging and to understand what they perceive to be environmentally friendly or not. Over 1,500 people in the UK, Germany and Sweden answered the survey. On top of that, a series of focus group discussions took place. The results threw up a few surprises. One of them was that these consumers generally believe that if something can be recycled, then it's environmentally friendly. But they don't think about it much more than that. I think we are looking a little bit too much for an easy way out. Uh, Of course, everybody wants to have one answer to one complex question. That's Marcus Deline, Director of Business Development at Store Enso, within consumer packaging. So he has a clear interest in wanting to understand consumer perception. Well, go to yourself. I think most of us actually, we buy the product and we don't really consider the, the packaging that much at all today. Uh, the study is showing us some indicators that what is actually considered at point of purchase is uh, price and quality. Those are the two things which actually comes immediately in mind when we do the test. Um, But at the same time, when you are using a package on the go, size actually has uh, quite an importance, of course, for the convenience. Okay, so for convenience, but not from an environmental perspective. Correct. Packaging doesn't really come up top of mind when people talk about the product. But if you, on the other hand, actually ask a specific question, which we did in the survey, about the package material and the package as such, People do have a lot of opinions, and there you actually can see through that there is strong um, notions about what is a good thing and a bad thing when it comes to packaging. So people have an opinion on the packaging, it's just that it's not top of mind when it comes to choosing a product. Exactly. That must be a change, that people are actually at least thinking about the package, even if it's not top of the agenda for them. Absolutely. I think what we are seeing now in the in the most recent time is that there is a you know increasing amount of awareness about you know what happens with this package when I actually have used up and the product is out. So what do they think about? What is a good thing when it comes to packaging? Katja Olila is the head of branding at Store Enso. One of the most interesting findings uh, to me was the fact that consumers are quite well aware of the media discussion on plastic and the environmental impact of plastic waste. So does this mean there's a sort of a heightened awareness of the environment generally compared to previous studies that have been done? Well, I think, um, for example, plastic and plastic waste and uh, other environmental concerns are probably more in the media today than, than, in, uh, than way back. So I think this, uh, and it's nice to notice that this has an impact on, on consumers. So plastic is the bad boy, and this was really clear in the survey. When it came to carton packaging then, there was a clear association that this was an environmentally friendly option. But perhaps mainly because carton packages are easy to recycle. But what about glass? Glass uh, is seen also as uh, very easy to recycle. And it was seen as a very environmentally friendly material as well. And did that take you guys by surprise? 
I guess it was a little bit surprising to see to what a great extent it was seen as an, as an environmentally friendly material and um, how much it was due to the fact that it's so easy to recycle in certain areas. Because glass, while we think of it as excellent for the environment, it's not. But it was perceived by consumers in this study as the most eco-conscious choice. Over half of those in the study put glass first. A little over a third put carton packaging first. Marcus Deline. Um As we probably are aware, in certain countries, glass has been around for many, many years. Uh, and this has also then resulted in building up a strong infrastructure for taking care of the glass. So people think a glass must be an eco-friendly choice because it's very recyclable. But you don't see it that way, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it would, of course, be great if there's a simple answer to these questions, but the uh, reality shows that if you take a full full view on how glass is actually produced as of today, the full life cycle analysis approach, uh, you will see that glass doesn't come out very well at all. Uh, carton packaging, for example, is far, far better than glass. And this is because the amount of energy required in recycling the glass is quite high, if I understand correctly. Definitely. Recycling it and creating it from the first place. Yeah, For sure, it's a finite resource. Yes. So are consumers, um, well, consumers aren't really right then. Is that what we're saying? I think the study is showing us, and this is also the intention of the study, we wanted to really understand what is out there, what's in the mind of the consumers. We wanted to understand their act and how they are behaving. And the study is now giving us a lot of good feedback on this. And we believe that there are certain reasons why there is a certain infrastructure in some of these countries, which is actually, let's say, uh, giving... A, a push to a certain behavior with the consumers. I think it's great, first of all, that they are thinking about recycling so so much. Katja Olila again. Because recycling um, any type of materials ex- is extremely important. I don't think they're they're of course <laughs> completely wrong um, because of this. I think they're just what guides them in this is also uh, the local infrastructure. Basically, what is recyclable in each region. They base their decisions on what is easy for them to recycle, and that's very natural. But it's it's not that easy if you think about the whole life cycle of a product. Uh, there are other factors than recyclability that define what is really an eco-friendly material. So, quick recap. The survey shows that the eco-conscious people amongst us can see that plastic is causing serious problems, can see that recycling is very important, but we're not fully aware of the entire life cycle of a product. We believe glass is environmentally friendly because it's easy to recycle. We don't think about the full picture there, from the start of a glass bottle's life to its end. So to answer the first question at the start of this podcast, are consumers getting it wrong? Well, no, not really. We're getting it right more and more and becoming increasingly interested in the environmental values of the packaging of the products we buy today. But we don't have the full picture. So what should we be thinking about? And this is where it probably gets a bit more complex as well. I mean, in addition to recyclability, they should be thinking about the the source, original source of the material. Is it renewable, for example? If you think about the whole life cycle of a product, other things come to play. For example, the carbon footprint of the production and so on. Right. Yes. And that makes it very difficult to know what is it I'm buying and what sort of carbon footprint does it have. Yeah, exactly. And if we think about ourselves as consumers, recycling is something we do every day. So that's something that is very easy to understand. Uh, but then when we go to other features like uh, CO2 footprint, uh, it's it's very it can be difficult to understand what is the what is the impact of my choice at large. 
I mean, is there a solution to that? Is there a way is there a way around that? There's no easy way around that, of course. But there are things that can be done. We can, for example, can communicate more, of course. What sort of messages then are you communicating and what seems to be resonating with consumers? Well, what, what was extremely nice to notice in the study that um, consumers are, what they found attractive, for example, in our messaging was, for example, our basic message on re- renewability, that uh, trees grow back. That seemed to resonate really well with them. There's a concern, though, as well about using trees, right? Yeah, the the perception about uh, using trees varies very much between different regions. That's due to the fact that uh, people in different areas, of course, have a different relationship with forests. So up here in, in the north, in Finland and Sweden, we grow up with forests around us. And in continental Europe and, and the UK, it can be completely different. If you're living in a country with a thriving and sustainable forestry industry, you're not that worried. But when the only tree you see is in a park, well, then maybe you're concerned that there might not be enough to go around. So the question of renewability is hard to really get to grips with, hard to figure out exactly what is meant. Marcus Deline. I think renewability is, of course, a, a um, let's say, it's a big expression. It's a big area that people have some kind of relation to. You can talk about energy when it comes to renewability, and you can talk about packaging and choice of materials, for example. So, of course, um, our part here is to make sure that people understand what is renewability when it comes to packaging. Consumers, then, they really associate with recycling and not with a product coming from a renewable resource. But another surprise from the study is that consumers do think about whether an item is biodegradable. It actually came out as, I believe it was number two in the study when we were asking if there is something that consumers actually are willing to pay you know, a little bit extra for. Uh, biodegradability came really, really high, uh, number two in this, in this listing. And that shows case, or showcases that the uh, consumers are aware of biodegradability in a way that we didn't really expect. In fact, 4 in 10 said they would pay a premium if the package was biodegradable. So recyclable, biodegradable, but not so much an understanding what renewable means. Katja Olela was talking earlier about communicating more to help people understand what was really environmentally friendly and what was the best choice. The survey did look at this in some more detail and gave a few insights. Uh, we did see some small things uh, in the study um, that were quite interesting. For example, in, within our messaging, uh, people were drawn to messages that had, for example, a simple call to action. That they were uh, quite directly told what to do, what is a good choice. So that's at least one thing. Another thing uh, we saw was that they, they were quite positive, positive about um, product icons or product labels. They saw that as a as something that could potentially guide them. What we are doing uh, with the studies is try to identify where are the areas we can actually tap into, what kind of communication works, and what kind of uh, role can we take as a company in helping the industry and helping the consumers, because we want to achieve convenience. It should be easy for you to take your decision at point of purchase. You should not be puzzled about all the different uh, information streams coming your way. Presumably, presumably I'd have to make my decision even before the point of purchase, before I even go into the store. 
it's probably then that you create the awareness because when you're in the store you just make the split decision the split second decision I would guess or no, no you're absolutely right there are lots of studies showing that you know you take whatever point something in seconds to take your decision at point of purchase so that's absolutely true however what we are seeing is that uh, we need to help a little bit from an industry perspective how we can make that choice easier as you say so communicate in advance is of course the easiest way so you go in with the right gut feeling um, and I even had one experience here myself I was going out and buying juice package I was trying to be, uh, I was taking on the consumer perspective on that uh, juice package. Found a juice package of no name for this interview. And um, basically reading on the package, trying to see what kind of communication do you have to the consumer with this package. And what you could see is that the package I was looking at was saying, you know, we are giving money to charity. That's a good thing. We are using plastic in our package. That's a good thing because up to 25%, I think, on this one was coming from recycled plastics. Okay. And thirdly, they were saying they were also having plant-based uh, plastics in this package. So then basically you're seeing the, the grow back thing on the plastic. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, you also had the FSC label on that plastic bo- bottle. So this was as green a bottle as you could get by reading that label. <laughs> Super uh, green. If I would be you know, a non-conscious consumer, I would say that, hey, this sounds like a brilliant idea to buy this package. And yet only 25% was recycled plastic, if I understand correctly. Up to, up, up, up to, to 25%, yeah. which means that 75% as a minimum yes. is, is new plastic. Yes, absolutely new plastic. And, of course, you're only addressing uh, parts of the problem with this approach when you're looking yeah. at this. And this is also one thing that we have been thinking a little bit about how big grasp you actually take of the whole value chain of this kind of packaging. So it's not easy for us. And from Marcus Delane's example, there are players jumping on the environmentally friendly bandwagon. Having said that, there's a definite backlash against plastics, and this is having a direct effect on Stora Enso's business. So yeah, there is an increased uh, interest in this, and we also have a challenge because some of the features that you find with plastic are difficult to, you know, copy straight into a board-related substrate. Right, okay. So, I mean, you can't completely get rid of plastic today, but we can at least phase it out to to a larger degree. Definitely, yeah. It's going to be a gradual change. As consumers, we are becoming more and more aware. We're very aware of recycling. We're even quite aware of biodegradability. And now it's up to industries and other players to get the message of renewability across and help fill in a few gaps. And this work is happening today. We have a renewable future ahead. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Renewable Future from the Renewable Materials Company, Store Enso. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas for new programs or any comments you may have. Mail to podcast at storeenso.com.